The piece of music we're listening to in the background is called Shaley Meets Black Alice. It's a sombre soundtrack, which I wrote for the fiction podcast The Hidden People. Today, we'll break it down and get into why and how it was made. You're listening to How I Make Music, where behind-the-scenes musicians get to tell their own stories. Every Wednesday, we break apart a song, soundtrack or composition, and give composers a chance to share some of the insights into how it was made. My name is Catherine Seaton. I'm a composer and sound designer from the UK, and this is How I Make Music. Welcome back to How I Make Music, episode 76, Shaley Meets Black Ennis, by me, Catherine Seaton. Thanks for listening in. And when your reflection in the mirror talks back. I'm watching. I'm waiting. This isn't happening. I am more real than you are. I'm losing my mind. Do down. <laughs> Mac, Mac! What's wrong? <gasps> Did you hear that? The Hidden People is a long-format audio drama. In this episode, you'll hear me talk about Shaley and Black Ennis. These are two of the characters in the story. I first got involved with Dayton Writers' Movement, who make The Hidden People, um, when they were looking for somebody to, to develop a sound world. Yeah, I'm primarily a musician. Sound design is definitely a second string to my bow. There was a competition a year and a half ago run by an advertising firm who wanted to get more women into sound design. The prize was a professional development course. On that course, I found out some new techniques and one of them was the use of contact mics on various surfaces. They showed us how they put a contact mic on one of those big rubber birthing balls. The result was a creaky, groany sort of... I always think of it as like a tectonic plates moving under the belly of the earth sound. Maybe because they're underground, they can almost hear the earth moving under the soil. Uh, I thought, I'd not heard anything like it and I thought it was great. When I got home, I started incorporating these techniques into my composition. I used a contact mic on various items to create the sounds in this score. So I rubbed my leather handbag and a blown-up balloon with wet hands to get some of those creaking noises. I taped a microphone to my throat to get those swallowing sounds. This was about trying to get the earth swallowing Shelley up. When you listen to this piece at the end of this episode, see if you can spot some of those strange sound design elements. What's that, Tilda? Someone new enters Black Annis's bower. Um, I'm Shelley. Are you Black Annis? It's dark, I can't really... Oh my god. Ah! It's hideous! Within the series, there's a character called Shelley. She's a mentally and physically dexterous survivor. That's... uh... I was sent by Nathan. He told me... Nathan? Another character, Black Annis, is based on folklore. In the legend, she's a terrifying figure, used by parents to scare their children into behaving. 
first king of Sumer. When Shaylee meets Black Ennis, she's engulfed by a dark cave, as well as her own feelings of fear and sadness. Shaylee meets Black Ennis involves a lot of bringing the sound design in the series into the music itself. And I was able to use the sound design to try and reflect how Shaylee is feeling about that space. So it could be the sound in the actual narrative or it could be musical score because there's that blurring at the boundaries there. When I got the initial brief that they wanted to incorporate the folk music... comes from the origins of the folklore this story is based on. I looked into it. As an English person, I'm quite familiar with British folk music just through living here and knowing that tradition. So that was all already in my sort of inside my ears. I think in Shelley's original theme, the fragments of strings that play under the melody might have been inspired by composers like Benjamin Britten uh, in the first part of the 20th century of English music. Take a quick listen. I did spend some time doing the classic media composer thing of going onto YouTube and just finding what looks like authentic performances and just listening for a bit and getting into that sound world. The Irish folk music, there was a lot of sort of um, social gathering based music going on there. And the Scandinavian music, which is obviously sort of quite fashionable these days, I think, as a, as a kind of inspiration for soundtracks. As it happens, I have a Swedish composer friend, Thomas Gillin, and I sent him the Black Ennis tune as it first came out. And he said... It sounded like a Swedish song about a troll. <laughs> so I thought, okay, that sounds about right. While I was working on season one of The Hidden People, I was listening to the album Origin of Symmetry by Muse with my children. And I feel like... The music in this cue might have been influenced by the way Matthew Bellamy chooses to bridge tracks with guitar feedback and other sounds which are more noise than music. Listen to this typical transition between two of the tracks on the album. That's where a lot of this came from. There's a scale which in composition theory is called the Aeolian mode. It's also known as the natural minor scale. Here's how it sounds. 
So the chord sequences of these two themes, Shaley's original theme and the Black Anis theme for when she meets her, interact beautifully because of being both based on this Aeolian mode scale. I wonder if it might have been a subconscious process as I try to evolve a sound world that feels cohesive across the series. So Shaley's theme is, throughout the series, her leitmotif, if you like. That's the one that goes... And in episode 20 of season one, which is where this is taken from, it's a flashback, so it's the first time Shaley meets Black Anis. Uh, because both of their themes are in the Aeolian mode, they were able to combine really effectively, actually, uh, on top of each other. So we had the vocals doing Black Anis's theme. And we have the viola playing Shaley's theme. So, so that's, that's how come there are two themes going on in one cue here. It's a very complicated story. <laughs> So I was a classical singer before I got into the creative stuff. And I put some vocals on this track. It's a very different game, singing quietly and with a slight rough edge from singing in a large space and using your voice to project into the acoustic. And that was a learning curve for me. The vocals are doubled and panned, and I believe there's some ping-pong delay. So, actually, I noticed it's not completely in tune. <laughs> so I need to run it through. Uh, but I was kind of going for a rough feel uh, when I did this. So you, I've actually got... I sung it through twice, and I deliberately panned them apart and didn't try to harmonise them too much. Like Almost like the feel like there are two ladies sort of walking along next to Shaley whispering nasty stuff in her ear you know like you're gonna die I like it to feel real I really detest vocal particularly choir libraries actually I've never found one that I like because I just think vocals have to be real <laughs> so yeah The script for Black Anis specified that her fingernails are made of iron and she's called Iron Claw sometimes. And so I recorded those metal taps. Initially for Foley. I wanted to record them spatially. I went inside a, a good cupboard for recording and I tried various sounds. Nails on bricks was one example. I did record them in stereo, but somehow you do get sort of height and depth information from the acoustics. So when I put them into the music and started adding things like delays, you got these really interesting spatial characteristics, which I think added something good to the music.
there are also some clicking and ratcheting sounds, in which I used children's toys to make. Um, the scoop from a toy digger and the whirring sound is the wheel of a toy truck. And I was trying to evoke the idea that they're under the ground in Black Anis's bower and there are roots from trees growing down and encroaching into Shaley's space. So the whole of this episode is underscored based on one rhythm and that is the rhythm of Shaley's piano figuration in her original theme. In some guise or other, it literally appears in every second. In this scene, that rhythm mostly appears on tribal percussion with an iron drum. This is to represent Black Anis and that ancient, scary mood that comes whenever she's in a scene. Omnisphere is a software synth with a lot of power and capability to be creative because it uses organic sound as well as synthesis to create the sounds in there. So I used Omnisphere a lot in creating this cue. It's such a wonderful tool. One of the sounds we hear in the music is a patch that I made of a rough patch based on the rubbing of glass and producing that ring. Here, take a listen. Part of mixing involves selecting where sounds will fall in the stereo field, left, right or centre. Only the viola melody and the iron drum are dead centre in mono, as they most closely represent Shaley's core feelings, sadness and fear. I feel like... It cuts through like a sort of knife and it sort of almost draws together all the other other elements, kind of like it sucks it in to its gravity well. I mixed this cue specifically to get that engulfing feeling, which meant I had to rely a lot on heavy reverb. There were some challenges in making this whole episode. When you've got a long dialogue, it's really, it really can be quite difficult to get the energy pacing right in underscoring without overwhelming the dialogue. Providing more of a backdrop, which is able just to morph. But I feel like in audio drama, every sound you hear is more relevant than it would be in a visual medium because it can skew the visual picture that the audience is getting. So that was a challenge. (laughs) And the biggest challenge of all was when I had a disc failure halfway through making this episode and discovered that the cloud backup that I thought was running was not and we had to retrieve the data and it was not that relaxing. So always check your backups running, folks. (laughs) That's about it for this week's episode. We'll listen to the full track in a moment, but before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music. Catch new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else. We've been listening to music featured in the audio drama called The Hidden People. To hear the full story, or to check out my other compositions, follow the links in the show notes. 
One of the previous contributors on How I Make Music is the audio drama creator David Devereaux of Tin Can Audio. I've written an in-depth analysis of the music and story of their audio drama The Tower. If you'd like, you can check it out on my blog. Also, go take a listen to episode 59 of How I Make Music for a soundtrack breakdown of a piece called The Fog Clears, which is an interlude. Visit howimakemusic.com for bonus behind-the-scenes stuff related to this episode. How I Make Music is created by John Bartman. For audio experiences that keep people listening, contact John Bartman via the show notes. And now here's Shelley Meets Black Anise, a dark, sound-design-rich, folk-influenced piece of underscore in its entirety. My name is Catherine Seaton, and thank you for listening to How I Make Music. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>